Well, uh, hello and welcome to Pop Culture Classics. My name is Kenny Puckett and with me as always is Levi Smith. Hey, what's up? Uh, how's it going today, man? It's going all right. Right on. Uh, in today's episode, we discuss a movie. Yes. Actually, one of my favorite movies. Yeah. One yeah. of your favorite movies. Yeah. It, of all time. It's one of my favorite yeah. movies too. It's, it's not one of the greatest movies of all time, <laughs> uh, but it's a favorite. Yeah, I was talking about people at work. Uh, I guess I should have mentioned this in the podcast, but uh, I was talking to people about work about it, how I watched it last night. Yeah. And they're like, what? And I don't remember that movie. Right. Yeah. It's like, you yeah. don't remember. It, it, it's a bit obscure. It is a bit obscure. Yeah. Uh, one thing I was doing is anytime somebody named a song, as I would ramble off a, a certain amount of numbers, like two minutes and 37 seconds. Right. Well, that's what they do in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. If you look up any factoids or trivia about the movie, a lot of the numbers that they rattle off are incorrect, which is kind of weird <laughs> that you would name a song and then name how long the song is and then get that wrong in your movie. Actually, I think uh, that's kind of makes it even funnier. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it does. Maybe that was on purpose. Yeah. Well, uh, enjoy the episode. Yeah. It was fun. We did. It's okay that you're not ready. I wasn't ready either. All right, bro. It's time for our timely movie reviews. Today, we're going to talk about Hudson Hogg. Yes. Longtime favorite of mine. That's a good uh, movie. Yeah, yeah. It's still a fun movie. (laughs) Actually, after watching it last night, um, it holds up pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's... There's a few cringy parts considering uh, the modern day, you know, that weren't obvious to me. I mean, some of them, you know, were jokes that uh, have been permanently affixed to my head that wouldn't make it into a movie these days. That's for sure. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, this is kind I of mean, a side. It's, it's, it's not Revenge of the Nerds or nothing. Yeah. Know? No. This is kind of a side tangent where you're talking about something similar to that. Uh, somebody was mentioning Dukes of Hazard today. Yeah. And I said, well, there's a whole character that they wouldn't put in a movie or a TV show nowadays. Yeah. Cooter. Cooter. <laughs> yeah. Because mommy wants a cooter. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. All right. Now back to Hudson Hawk. Yeah. Uh, so what? The movie came out in 1991. Uh, wow. It was written. I sh- and I should have done a few more notes because I did for the sake of like of doing a decent review. Uh say, you know, who wrote and produced it. Yeah. But uh, I know so it was, it was co- co-written by Bruce Willis. Oh, okay. And uh, was it Danny Aiello or however you say that guy's Danny name? Danny Aiello? Yeah. No, no he didn't. Uh, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, just a strange, fun movie, you know. It's got I, a lot of uh, pre-Die Hard, pre-John McClane yeah prototype john mcclane kind of stuff in it you know it does um it kind of reminds well that was like i think he did that right after he did moonlighting right yeah yeah so there's a little bit of that left in there yep that Um, that comedy the you know bruce willis's brand of humor that you see in just about everything he does just not quite as out front as uh as it is in this movie yeah i know i really liked it i thought um there's some things that I, i i really liked about the movie how they um took things that were kind of outlandish and ridiculous. Like 
back then when that movie came out, people didn't make fun of the fact that like crazy shit happens. Like, no, like he robbed the Vatican in like two hours worth of work. Right. Yeah. 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 Like it took him 15 minutes to figure out how to rob the Vatican. Yeah. By the time that happens though, in the movie, you're kind of already so warmed up to, you know. Well, yeah, I'm just using that as an an example. And at the, I was thinking about the part that I was thinking about is at the very, very end of the movie. Right. Is uh, spoilers. If you're, uh, haven't watched this movie yet. Right. Um, but where the guy goes off the cliff yeah. and they're, and then he meets him back at the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. And he's yeah, like, yeah. airbags, like, airbags. Yeah. Seat. But you it mean? was on fire. Sprinklers. Yeah. Do you believe that? Yeah. 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 And then he goes, yeah. Sprinkler system. Can you fucking believe it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah. I can believe that. Oh man. Just, there's so many lines that I use in life that are quotes from that movie, you know. Uh, yeah. The for those at home. <laughs> uh, uh, the uh, did I miss anything? Did I miss anything? Yeah. yeah. Or the uh, the um, I know we used to always sing uh, swinging, swinging on a star, star, man. Literally, I have sung that song to my daughter since you know she was a little baby. Uh, to sleep oh, okay. because it was really the only other song that wasn't like Megadeth or Metallica. That <laughs> it's I, the only metal song that you didn't know that I had memorized. You know that I could just sing. So yeah, I, I started singing that, and yeah, just uh, even just a few nights ago, I uh, I, I sang "Swinging on a Star Tour." Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah. Uh, that's our that's our lullaby song. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, yeah, that's pretty cool. Coming from this movie, yeah, yeah, yeah no. Um, yeah, and I, I love some of the just outrageous, like when he lands on the the light post after he's he's running out the. Van. Oh yeah, yeah, he lands and yeah, that's that's after the chickens. And yeah, then, no, it's before the chickens. Oh, when he lands the, on the light yeah, post and it's yeah. like, and it sounds like a cartoon. Right, like, he balances and then yeah, fall, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great. Oh, it's so cartoon humor. I mean, because yeah. when he, when he. After the chickens, when he lands in the chair, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. he blows the the feathers. Well, if you, it's totally like a goofy moment, like yeah. literally the way he even uses his mouth to blow the feathers. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, I the thing I like about it is because he, he sits there and he goes like this, and he puts his finger up, and he's like, "Hold on a second. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and then he goes, yeah. "Yeah," and then he blows out the the feathers, yeah. and then it cuts to her, and she like makes a smiley face, yeah. and then and then he. And then you see the little little one going, and he's like, yeah. "Poop!" It looks just like a cartoon. Yeah. I'm sure that was either luck or they planned it that way, or a little bit of both. Right. That that last little feather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, nowadays they would CGI that feather in. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think they did that so, back yeah, then. No. No. That, uh, yeah, there is some cringy parts with the the villains though about making gold and bankrupting the uh oh I, I wasn't even thinking about that just uh uh the the jokes about the phone book you know oh uh how many wong numbers <laughs> yeah the and wong then, numbers uh, and then afterwards uh then he's all look up chin you know? <laughs> uh you know the the fat jokes with the guard oh you know? yeah that's true yeah uh the fat jokes with danny aiello's character that's true yeah you know there was uh you know there was one you know joke where he was all you know uh uh it's like it's been a long time since i've kissed a girl you know i hope i remember how all. <laughs> not that i've kissed a guy you know? yeah uh, there's or, stuff like that i mean it's not like hardcore overt you know but there no, are some there are some little ones and then there's the um when 
the what, what was her Sandra Bernhardt's character? Yeah, was calling. Uh, She's one of my favorite characters in that movie. She <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, uh, but she was making all those uh, Italian racial slurs against oh, the Italians. Right. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty thick in there, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, a funny thing though, and I never realized this uh, until this watch uh, because they they flat out say it. You know, because there's a lot of like uh, Nintendo jokes, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the two mobsters are, uh, Mario. Yeah. Their last name is Mario. Yeah. It's the Mario. Yeah. They're the Mario brothers. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) and they're straight up called the Mario brothers at one point. Yeah. 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 Something. I forgot the first name. Anthony Anthony Mario. (laughs) Anthony Mario. Mario. You guys okay? (laughs) (laughs) After the, after Uh, the ambulance explodes. Yeah. Yeah. You guys okay? You gonna make it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the CIA. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, the candy bars. You mm-hmm. know. Oh, those characters are great. You know. <laughs> I mean, every minute of the movie though is funny. You know, and it, the way it moves and everything. You know, there's the you know, how's my driving? Now one eight hundred. I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs> yeah. How am I driving? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then the the chick, you know, because he's when he's on the gurney. Hey, Mister, <laughs> are you gonna die? You gonna die? <laughs> yeah. He's like, exact change. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and he's like, yeah, the toll booth, <laughs> and he like <laughs> throws it in the thing. Yeah, actually tosses the change. Yeah, I mean, it, it is it's just endless jokes, you know? and it's just ridiculous things happen after ridiculous things. Yeah, and people just let it go by like it's every yeah. day, and then. At certain points, that's what I think is funny about that movie is every once in a while somebody points out just how ridiculous whatever he just did. Like when he he mails himself into the Vatican. Straight up, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's absolutely yeah, fantastic. Totally. When he rescues uh you know the the leading what's that actress's name, man? I, I can never remember her name. Me neither. But uh yeah, when he, you know, there's a column that's gonna fall on her and he he dives and knocks her out of the way. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And she's like, you didn't have to do that. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't mean to rescue you. You know, and she's like, no, you didn't have to tackle me or my dress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a straight up uh, crazy. Um, yeah. Pull this, pull this up so we can actually have some. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Please. Uh, quality. <laughs> qu- uh, quality review action here. Uh, yeah. There's a number of. Uh, I mean the, the the movie is as far as like pop culture references from the day, mm-hmm. it is just completely jam packed. Andy know? McDowell, Andy is, McDowell okay. is her name. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, she's been in a bunch of badass stuff. Oh, James Corbin, who's so great. Oh, and, Richard uh, E. Grant, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, David Caruso. David Caruso. Yeah, he's uh, from. The uh, the taking the sunglasses off meme, but he was from a show. Oh yeah, um, the one where they use the who at the beginning, and like it, it before the credits of every episode, it shows him like at a murder. And he's like, and he go t- reaches up and takes off his sunglasses and looks at it. And that's, then starts, that's that's Darwin Mayflower, right? Uh, no, that's who, um, who's he play? I forgot. Oh, Kit Kat. Oh, nice. Kit Kat. Okay. Yeah, it's Kit okay. Kat. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Ro- yeah. Robert E. Grant is uh, Darwin Mayflower. Yeah. Yeah. And he's actually been in something recently. And uh, to me, he's, you know, he'll forever be Darwin Mayflower. Yeah. <laughs> forever. Yeah. Uh, let's see what he was in recently. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, for anybody that 
you know, that hasn't seen the movie, it's, you know, obviously it's a Bruce Willis movie. It opens up. He's a cat burglar getting out of prison and uh, he gets almost, well, literally immediately recruited to do like another job as soon as he gets out. And it's to steal a bunch of uh, artifacts yeah. uh, made by Da Vinci. And, uh, and the, the intro is a weird, like little Da Vinci setup where they show Da Vinci using basically alchemy and these crystals to convert lead into gold. And it's funny. And they say that he was trying to convert it into bronze and that it was an yeah, accident. Yeah. And that it was an accident. And so it was, uh, yeah, the, the whole sequence with, uh, with Da Vinci in the beginning is, uh, basically like, uh, him dealing with all of his, uh, you know, incredible inventions and, artwork and stuff is basically like being mediocre or a failure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he makes gold and then, uh, which he flies. sees as a failure and then hides the crystals. And then, so in 1991, yeah, they go hunting it all down. There's the Mayflowers, which are, you know, uh, basically funding these operations to collect the, the crystals. He was in star Wars. Who was in star? Uh, Mayflower. Oh, really? Uh, it was in um, Rise of Skywalker. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is in Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. And he it's was a, a Logan? Wow. It's a classic. Uh, yeah, he's been playing a lot of like villains, you know. Oh, okay. Uh, he does have a nice, you know, sophisticated kind of air to him and stuff. Not quite as... Uh, Okay. Uh, mustache twirling as he was in uh Oh yeah, it was you know, totally in, in Hudson Hawk. I mean his his villain is, is beautiful, you know, a classic cartoonish. Yeah, it was over the top know, and yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, in in the end when they're doing the conversion, you know, of oh, the gold yeah. and stuff, and he's he's yelling, Go team, go, go team, go, and he's just humping the air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh it was uh directed by Michael Like Lykeman. Okay. And uh, writers were Bruce Willis and Robert Kraft. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, uh, it's really good. Um, um, there's some uh, goofs. Uh, when Eddie and Tommy rob the auction house, they make no attempt to hide their fingerprints, for instance, by wearing gloves. Since Eddie just is just getting out of prison, his prints on the oh, are on file and yeah, he would have been prime suspect. Yeah, it's, it's hardly a... Uh... Uh, it's hardly a handbook on how to be a cat burglar. I mean, it's really glossed over, you know, in that classic kind of like '90s way. It's definitely a, a movie of its time, you know? for sure, for sure. No, no crazy twists, no heavy plot, no. Real... There, there is some twists, but it's a very obvious yeah, twist yeah, that you see from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's any real twists to it. You know, it's all pretty natural progression. In my yeah, opinion. yeah. You're pretty sure you, you see everything coming, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't think they were trying to hide it from you. Yeah, yeah. And then many times where they're, you know, spelling things out or making sure that you notice certain things, mm -hmm. you know, so the, the movie is really uh, uh, an easy watch, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. I think it, like I said, I think it's it holds funny. up. I mean, you can miss jokes laughing at, you know. Other ones. At other ones, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I think the movie holds up. There's, like I said, like you said, some cringy parts. But overall, I think it's absolutely Yeah, it's hilarious. not terrible. I feel it, that it really holds up. You know, it's still hilarious. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a lot of those scenes still just absolutely kill me. You know, bunny, ball, ball. <laughs> you know. Uh, oh, or yeah, just before that, uh, at the end, when she's like, 
<laughs> she, uh, what's her face? Anna McDowell was like, uh, you got him your turn. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, your my turn. turn. And he's like, I turn. just, yeah. I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just took care of Darwin yeah. and Minerva Mayflower. Yeah. And then, uh, when they get to the dog, Definitely your turn, yeah. the butler is great. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. The <laughs> British butler, you know? Yeah. Um, when is that Eddie Munster looking motherfucking <laughs> butler gonna get here? And just lines like that. All, you know, just, all the time in that movie. You know? Oh, yeah. And then yeah. he's like, I'm here. Yeah. Any minute now. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll be attending that hat convention in July. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, oh, the, you know, some of the villains are so cartoonish and some of my favorite, you know, uh, yeah. Ig and Ook, I've totally stolen, you know, uh, their names. Yeah. Uh, and it's hilarious because. So. Oh, go ahead. They're only named by, you know, Hudson's like, who are you guys, Ig and Ook? Yeah. And then that's it until the credits, you see that, you know, they're, you know, the names and the, their names in the credits are Ig and Ook. Oh, is that their name in the credits? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look that up on yeah. IMDb right now. Oh, they're not in there. But, um, uh, yeah. Snickers, Kit Kat, you know, Butterfingers. Oh, you know. Butterfingers is so great. Oh. Hey, coach, I think the Mayflowers are going to double cross us. He's got two arrows sticking out of his chest. Yeah. yeah. I think we've been double crossed. (laughs) Or when they're sitting in the restaurant and he's like, it's France. How come you don't have France? I want steak burger and French fries. French fries. Yeah. (laughs) It's uh, Italy Butterfingers. It's Italy Butterfingers. Yeah. (laughs) Or when he sits down and he fucking orders like perfect Italian. He's like, oh, I want... Whatever. And he goes, Oh, and some ketchup. Oh, yeah. Hudson Hawk, he sits down and, yeah, orders some perfect Italian. And then, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And bring me some ketchup. ketchup. Yeah. No way. <laughs> and then when they bring the ketchup, it's in like a wine, it's in a, a wine uh, thing with ice and shit. And he's yeah. like yeah. holding it like it's a bottle of wine. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe you order ketchup, but they have the finest ketchup. Oh, of course yeah. they do. Because that's Italy. <laughs> yeah. Just, just endless fun, you know? Uh, yeah, laugh after laugh. Yeah, uh, it's absolutely it's, great. It's, yeah, it's not really going to challenge you. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't leave you with something really to think about at the end. You know, no. there's no open. It's a clear cut finish at the end of the movie. You're sure. Done. Yeah, yeah, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's not, I don't think it's anything that you can build a sequel off or or even do a remake. Really, you know. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't yeah. remake that movie. It's just. It's just what it is. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things. Uh, what was it? No, there was another movie, um, Princess Bride. It's like they're saying talking about doing a remake of that. Oh no, no, no. you can't. Yeah. You can't. That that movie was made when it was supposed to be made yeah. at the yeah, perfect some, time. Some movies you can't remake. It was cast perfectly, yeah. shot immaculately, yeah. edited amazing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You, if you want Princess Bride, just go watch Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, or if you want Hudson Hawk, go watch Hudson. Yeah, Hawk. yeah. Go watch it, Hudson Hawk. It really is a movie that kind of stands alone. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, um, thanks for joining us. Uh, yep, yep. You have that anything else you want to say about the movie? Our review of the Hudson Hawk. And uh, all right. Well, I guess. I guess what time it, it is. Is it time to roll dice? It is time to roll dice. Yes, or at least a die. A die. A die. All right, here we're gonna do the uh, top five with a D ten. D ten. Ten. Even though it's six. gonna be a D five again or a D six again. 
Yeah, yeah. You find a D5, you let me know. <laughs> <laughs> well, hand me fives. Yeah, yeah. We have a six-sided that we've nicknamed fives because it that's what it does. Well, that was, yeah, last time it rolled a five. I rolled last time. Fives. Oh, you did roll last time. It's your turn. It rolled a two, two. this time. Magic the Gathering characters. Ooh. Our top five Magic the Gathering characters. I just thought of it. Better one. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of characters. Okay. There's a lot of characters in uh, Magic the Gathering these days. Yes, there is. And Especially. I was really wanting to not do all planeswalkers, but oh no, there's one on I there. Did, I didn't do all planeswalkers. There's one on there that's not. Yeah. That wasn't a planeswalker originally. And anyways, is now. Is now. So we didn't have any that uh, were obvious write-offs for this particular top five. No, because uh, we're we done in the past. Yeah. But uh, we usually have a very similar taste, but with magic, it's really strange that we don't. Yeah. And, and magic, as far as like the character lore goes, I think for us, we're not quite as invested in the characters as much as we are as in the game. Uh, I'm a little bit in the lore. I'm about 50-50. Yeah, I would yeah, say I'm about 50-50. Yeah. I'm not totally like unconcerned. Yeah, lore, but I don't get quite as deep into it as say like a Star Trek or oh, me neither. Marvel Comics kind of thing. No, so I guess uh, I start. Is it my turn? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you kick it off here with with your uh, number five? My number five is uh, solely based on the fact that I made a really fun deck with her, and it's one of my favorite decks to play with. Yeah, and that's uh, Tasa. Tasa. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's really the that's the basis of it. Is I really enjoy playing that. um, uh, It's an aristocrat style deck, and that's like Um, what white white black. Spirits, white, white black, black vampires, and uh, neither one no, of those. She's not a vampire, huh? No, it's she's it's white black uh, aristocrats. Aristocrats. She's the double death trigger. Right, right. So it's like the spirit thing, right? Yeah, you get yeah. spirits, but um, there's other things. Uh, she also gives uh, tokens. Uh, right. Okay. Indestructible for sure. So okay. Well, uh, my number five is uh, Nicole Bolas. Eh, he's a uh, you know he's an iconic character. Uh, he's one of the old school, you know, yeah, uh, legendary creatures that became a planeswalker. It's definitely been a marquee character for the, you know, for sure for the game, uh, being one of their primary like big bad villains. You know, yeah, it's kind of like Ow. the uh, the Thanos equivalent. For sure, yeah. yeah, they used him for that for a while. Yeah, um, he's a great character. They've done a few different ver- versions of him, but I think he's always been what Grixis. Yeah, yeah, he's always been Grixis. Yeah, yeah those have always been his colors. So. Uh, yeah. Right on. Um, my number four is uh, Visner. Visner. Yeah. I, um, what the fuck is Visner? Visner, the Sojourner. He was you a... Know him? He was a Planeswalker. Yeah. Um, or he wasn't a Planeswalker. I, I can't remember if his first card's a Planeswalker or not. Yeah. Um, but uh, he was a... He did time travel with... Uh, like Teferi, similar. similar. But he was more um, Blink. Okay. Less... less reverse or send back to your hand more uh phase out phase in right right um that was his thing is he's a he it, that's what his pluses was was to black okay. blink things okay. story-wise he's i i really enjoy him because he's a cool character he's the guy who gave up his life and spark to give karn his spark oh okay okay venzer venzer yeah yeah venzer yeah yeah okay definitely yeah i know who you're talking about yeah you're like now I do. Yeah, yeah. Visner, Vinzer. Whatever, yeah. Potato potato. Like 
Totally. All right. So your number. Four. So my number four is a uh, Dacom Blackblade. Uh, he's from the Legend set. That's a great. Uh, yeah, he's a legendary creature. A great character. Just always loved uh, the name of the character. Yeah. The, the look of the card back in the day was just awesome. Uh, it was pretty decent as far as like old school legends went. Wasn't that uh, uh Kane Ferguson? Yeah, it was Richard Kane Ferguson art, you know, which was yeah. uh, just a, you know, all time favorite of mine as far as magic art. You know? Yeah. And uh, yeah. And just really, you know, dug the card. I think it's really cool if they brought back his his blade, you know. That's true. And yeah. uh, the return to Dominaria. And uh, yeah, that's my number four. Cool. Uh my third number three is uh, Tamio. Tamio. Yeah, I've yeah. I, I'm kind of a half-ass like person who's like into anime. Like I like some stuff and I don't like some stuff. <clears throat> like back in the day, I was always in. I was all into it. <clears throat> Watched a lot of like everything that came out. For sure. <clears throat> kind of lost my way, but she seems like one of those old school characters. Kind of reminds me of like Ronan Warriors and things like that. Oh, okay, <clears throat> cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I- I dig that she, uh, you know, that she came from the Kamigawa plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though they haven't returned to the Kamigawa plane, they've kind of like brought things from it. Yeah. You know, to, she uh, was, she was one of those where she first appeared in Innistrad. Yes. But she's from Kamigawa. Yeah. 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 No, I, I just like the character and the lore. Definitely. Yeah. The cards yeah. are very cool. Yeah. So do I. I re- yeah. I really like her cards and, uh, yeah, I dig the character. Yeah. yeah. And how she kind of like ties the, uh, uh, parts of the uh, the storyline together, the multiverse, yeah, as it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so my number three is a uh, Sauron. Oh, of the, course, uh, yeah, you, yeah. You've used him before in the, our the, list. The vampire lord, you know, he's a uh, he's cool, you know, cool, cool character. Got some, you know, some uh, mono black and some black white versions of him and stuff. You know, I've liked a number of his versions. Yeah, I uh, like how. Um, Everybody thought he was a villain, and they're like, "No, he's a good guy." Right, right. But he yeah. uses black magic, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's he's got this uh, re- regretfully sinister. Regretfully sinister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a yeah. Uh, that's a that's a great way to uh, one of those. That's how the the good vampire trope, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a wanker. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. Kind of the regretfully sinister is the exact opposite of my number two. Yeah. Uh, which is Liliana. Liliana. Which is they Excellent. gave the Wolverine treatment. They yeah. Made, she was a villain and then they made her a good guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, yep. Redeemed. Redeemed. Yeah. Um, which is cool. It's a it's a cool story arc. One of my favorite story arcs of all times is a re- villain to hero Probably story. one of the better character arcs, you know, of characters in like the magic storylines and lore as far as like the prime you know, planeswalkers go for sure. For yeah, sure. She's yeah. uh, it, I, I got her cards for some reason. Every set, I always pull her cards when I buy packs. Nice. I never have yeah, to buy yeah. her card. I actually always pull it. Nice. Um, sometimes doubles. Yeah. Uh, which is weird. I'm like, what? Uh, I, so I, I kind of got forced into liking her. Oh, right. You just ended up with a bunch of Liliana's. Yeah. So yeah. I think I'm going to make a, a zombie, uh, commander deck with a bunch of lilies. There you go. Well, my number two is uh, Liliana. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, um, I'm pretty down. Yeah, that, that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty fair. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious that it's the same one, right? It's even the same uh, same rating there. 
yeah, I've, I've got a couple of Lianas. Not uh, not quite the you know as cool as all the ones you have of her. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I I really like you know like I said I think she has one of the better character arcs. Of, That's true uh, of any of the uh, prime planeswalker characters. Her mm-hmm. deals with the devils, uh, you know, and and how that has carried on through sets and stuff. How that's been an ongoing story with her. Yeah, yeah. These goals and stuff have given her them. You know, given the creative department in in Wizards, like a real direction to go with Liliana that's yeah. like on a track. Well, so her story is not like flipping and flapping around like some of these other characters like are, Nissa? where you know they're like they keep seeming to change their mind on what direction they want to go or what this means or that means, depending you know? on who the creative director yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, no, yeah, I I, I like that. Uh, I do have an issue with the contract a little bit. Because yeah. demons don't know that the multiverse exists in magic. Fair. Okay. But she got four different demons from four different planes of existence to write one contract together. I mean, it did sounds like she put a lot of work into getting that contract. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> I think Bolas had in the end, they I think everybody's raising that same question and yeah. they made like oh Nicol Bolas was a did a lot of was work the, with it. the deal broker yeah he was the broker that. Of that, yeah. so yeah and that makes sense because that uh, that all really ended you know and came to a head with uh war of the spark yeah and her facing bolus and you know her being subdued and, by him and, yeah because she she got the she, con she completed the contract and then yeah bolus or was bolus the last demon he he was after the four demons had been killed oh. he was the one who gained De, fa- de facto control. I see. I see. Okay. okay. So yeah, uh, he became the con- the final contract, contract holder. holder. Gotcha. And so she couldn't. That's why she had to turn on them. Is because she couldn't. It's that. That's what the right. Imbolus's clutches card is about. Right. Because that yeah. is a story card. Yeah. All right. I cool. guess uh, leading into my number one is uh, Karn. Karn. That's a. It's a cool. He's a cool, interesting character. Also, I think. Yeah. Really cool. You know, a um, uh, really long run character arc. Yeah, yeah, really. yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, I, I like how they made him a planeswalker. And, you know, as I said, um, Visner died and gave him his spark. And mm-hmm. so he could become one. And then they did the whole new Refrexia thing where. Well, he was even constructed by Urza. Yeah. You know, he was uh, what constructed using the. Uh, uh, the parts of the dragon Ramos. Yeah. I believe, you know, that's true. Yeah. The dragon engine. Uh, yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, Karn has got a lot of lore, a lot of lore into, you know, yeah, you know, a lot just, of history. And he's just a golem. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he went to, he went and created his own plane. Yep. Uh, and then was tainted by him, by the Phyrexine oil that he carried from Dominaria when he yeah. was first cr- constructed. Yeah. Uh, essentially creating new Phyrexia. Which is, I think is the uh, new villain for the new magic story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah. And then even uh, uh, did a bit of time travel, time travel. Yeah. Because apparently, you know, for a while there, it was a uh, silver is what would, what could time travel. And he's pretty much is silver. He was, yeah. He was a, a silver golem basically. Yeah. And he hung out with, um, but then, Teferi. you know, yeah, you hang it, start hanging out to fairy and, and silver becomes irrelevant. Yeah. Time yeah. travel just yeah, happens. Time travel just happens. Uh, and Visner was a time traveler also. So, and right. he has, yeah. he has his spark. So, and I'm, I'm not sure exactly how 
he was involved with all of that, but, uh, you know, I'm sure it was involving a lot of time traveling. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So your number yeah. one. And then my number one is a uh, Tamio. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, like I said before, a character that really helped, uh, kind of string the multiverse together in a way, you know, yeah. to, to make things feel even more connected and stuff was this, Oh, here's from, you know, Kamigawa. Here's a planeswalker that, uh, you know, that we're finding in one of these newer, at least at the time. Sets. Planes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then she's popped in and I do like the concept of her being a researcher. Yeah. More than one of these like, active agents trying to get their hands on levers and trying to control situations and outcomes and stuff, you know, yeah, she's As just, a lot of planeswalkers are, they pop in, you know, and it's like, Oh, well I'm a planeswalker and I'm not from around here and I'm going to do something, you know, I'm powerful. I'm going to control everything. Yeah. 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 I, you know, everybody shows up in Amonkhet and stuff and they're like, well, this is all jacked. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to yeah, change this. Yeah. Shit. We're going to help these people. And they're like, no, we don't want you. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, I, I uh, like, like this. I do like that part of her character that she's just kind of an observer. She's kind of like a watcher. Yeah, yeah, and in in that way, you know, she's a kind of a uh, a wizard that they're not, you know, prone to show as much of in wizards because it is a combat game. Yeah, to have uh, characters that aren't uh, combat oriented really uh, are interesting to me, but are more challenging for the game design. Yeah. yeah yeah all right well uh that was an interesting list yeah yeah i guess we had a little bit to say you know i uh, like our crossovers there it's funny it's uh yeah definitely especially in this one where we were really anticipating some and you yeah. know even you know drop the caveat beforehand like this is a thing we don't really overlap much in and, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then we do are- uh, so, yeah, we don't discuss our lists with each other in case anybody knew, knows that. Yeah, no, we roll that die. We uh, we take a little pause. We write down our list here, you know, at the top of our head. And uh, and then we go. Yeah, with very minor research, like trying to remember names and things like that. Yeah. yeah. And that's about the most. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, and if you'd like to see anything Mop and Bucket, please head on over to the website, which is mopandbucket.net. Uh, where right now you can order a copy of the Curse of the Jade Monkey activity book. They're just 20 bucks and we are shipping them out now. Yes. You can also pick them up in the studio. Yes. Uh, if you would like to support more content like this, please consider becoming a patron. Support right. content. Yes. Right now it's just a uh, buck a month and it really does help podcasts like this happen. Uh, what's going on on Patreon right now? What is going on on Patreon right now? Well, I'm dropping the uh, daily sketches uh, beforehand all the time. So you get early access to stuff on the Patreon. Well, and, you also uh, get early access to the webcomic, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then the webcomic here on Thursdays is coming out. Uh, Sequential Disorder number two. Uh, I think it'll be number three number, when this one drops. Yeah. It'll yeah. be number three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sequential Disorder two, number three uh, will be coming out. Uh, after this the day after this, yeah the day after okay mm-hmm. yeah and uh yeah and then we're gonna keep rolling on that we're working on more stuff um there's a lot of behind the scenes uh material content uh things that will never see the public you know yeah and there's will, a yeah. history of that too four years deep four of, years deep uh, development the activity book the whole production step you know uh, all kinds of updates, progress shots, all this other stuff, you know, damn near step-by-step Tons of blogging. Yeah. Damn near step-by-step. Cool. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you guys in a week or so. We'll catch you later.